Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams and I am so happy and honored to be here with you today. In the Christian tradition, this is the season of Advent, the season in which we prepare ourselves for spiritual rebirth. For many of us, this is the winter season. For those of us living in the northern hemisphere, and the days are shorter, the darkness is longer, and there is an inner sense sometimes of going inward, of being away from the light. And there is a sense of rebirth, much like on our planet Earth, there is a rebirth that happens as winter ends and the spring begins. And we prepare ourselves for the spiritual rebirth. Or another way of saying that, it is a season for awakening to the light to the light of the Christ. It is a season of awakening to the truth of the Christ presence within us, around us, shining as us. And in this season of Advent, we focus our attention on faith or hope, peace, love, and joy. And as we awaken to the Christ, our faith is strengthened, our peace is deepened, our love is stronger and brighter, and our joy is complete. So as we awaken to the Christ, that is true, but these are also pathways to awakening to that Christ light, that Christ presence, or Christ consciousness, if you will. And today I want to focus on love. And there's almost not enough words in all of the languages combined to capture the truth of what love is. Love, in some ways, is everything. Without love, we cease to exist. We cease to be. Our co-founder, Charles Fillmore, defined love the pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family, the universe, and everything in it. It sounds very academic, what he said, but if we pause a moment and reflect on what does he mean by being, and the word being is capitalized. And as I reflected, what he's referring to is God. Pure being is God. All, all else that is, that becomes, comes from this pure essence of being. 
So Charles Fillmore is essentially saying love is God. Love is the source of all creation, and it is that which binds together the human family, the universe, and everything in it. So it is through love that our oneness exists. It is through love that we can see all people as family, as children of God. It is through love that we recognize that we are one with our planet, with all of creation, with the entire universe. You know, and in this day and age when there's a consciousness of taking care of Mother Earth for different reasons, you know, we can go back to this and say that there is a love. If nothing else, a sense of self-preservation, a love for ourselves. Or maybe a love for creatures or a love for our forests that lead us to take action to take care of the earth. So it is love that allows us to know our oneness. And our oneness is one of the core truths that unity acknowledges. In fact, the very name of our movement, Unity, is an honoring of the truth of our oneness. And so with love being all-encompassing, love being the very essence of pure being, the very essence of what God is, no matter what is happening, no matter what we are longing for, no matter what challenge we're trying to deal with, no matter what joyous experience is desired, love is always the answer. And we had a member of our community was, who was famous for saying that. But there is a profound truth in that. No matter what, if we go deep enough, love is the answer. So in this Advent this week, we set an intention to remember that no matter what, love is the answer. Love is the truth of what God is. Sense of pure being. In our scripture, chapter 4, verse 8, it's written, Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. It's just another way of saying that we can have all of the intellectual knowledge that is possible. We can have the entire Bible memorized and know every scripture by chapter and verse. But if there is not love at the heart of it, it is all meaningless because we do not know God. There is a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. Knowing about God is good. It sometimes helps us know God. But it is love, the essence of love, that allows us to know God in our hearts, in our souls, it is love that allows us to experience the presence of God. So again, from 1 John, whoever does not love 
does not know God, for God is love. In the Hindu scriptures, the Upanishads, it's written that the self, and the self is with a capital S, and when they write it that way, they're referring to that presence of God within us. And in the Upanishads, it's written that the self is hidden in the lotus of the heart. So again, we envision or we talk about love being centered in our hearts. So it's the same message that God is in our hearts. That experience of God within us is in our hearts, not in our heads, not in intellectual understanding, but in that way of knowing that only our hearts have. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2, it's written, But if I have not love, I am nothing. Before that, it said, maybe I can even move mountains. Maybe I can do tremendous feats. But if I have not love, I am nothing. Those are powerful words, but it's a deep understanding that all of these things that we do, all of the accomplishments we can pile up, all of the intellectual understanding we might gain, doesn't mean anything if love is not at the heart of it. Without love, I am nothing. So all of these writings, all of the wisdom is saying, hey, pay attention. This love thing is really important. And make sure you're putting as much effort into love, into experiencing love, into accepting love, into giving love as you do in accomplishing all the other things you try to accomplish. But if I have not love, I am nothing. In the Gospel of Thomas, this is not a scripture that was put in the canonical Bible, if you will, in the third and fourth centuries. But it is a scripture that was written about the same time the other Gospels that we do honor in our Bible. And the Gospel of Thomas is a Gospel that is just a collection of sayings of Jesus. There's no story around it. But one of my favorite sayings, maybe my favorite saying in that Gospel, Jesus is quoted as saying, if you bring forth that which is within you, it will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, it will destroy you. And there's different things within each of us. There are artists that if they cannot do their art, they're absolutely miserable. And there's people who build things or people who invent things or writers or people who know how to make an alarm clock work. And that's all of bringing forth what's in within us. But what we've been learning is the very essence of God, the very essence of being and the very essence of who we are 
because we are of God, is love. So that is within us. And if we don't bring forth that love, if we don't live our lives open to love and expressing love, if we don't bring that forth, if we close our hearts and pile up our defenses, it will destroy us. It will ruin our health. It will take away our joy. It will make each day a very difficult and painful experience. And this is backed up in scientific research that shows over and over and over again with thousands of studies that the presence of love, the someone who lives in that experience of love has stronger healing experiences. They have greater resistance to disease. Their immune systems work better. They are most more likely to recover from illnesses. People who have love at the center of their daily experience have fewer doctor's visits, lower rates of depression, lower rates of substance abuse, healthier blood pressure, fewer experiences or diagnoses of heart disease, less anxiety, less stress, less pain, fewer colds. And I don't know if anybody has done this with COVID yet or not, but you get the idea across the board. Love is a great antidote for pain and disease and illness. Love is at the heart of the healing experience. We can cure a medical problem, but to heal, which is a whole person experience, it's curing plus emerging stronger, happier, more vibrant, more energetic, more joyous. Love is at the center of it. And it's not just our, our physical health. Mother Teresa once said, being unwanted, unloved, uncared for, forgotten by everybody, I think that's a much greater hunger, a much greater poverty than the person who has nothing to eat. The lack of love is its own kind of starvation. Andrew Solomon, a, a wonderful speaker, and he has given a number of TED Talks on different subjects. But my favorite TED Talk of his is called, and it's an old one, but it's called Love No Matter What. And in one section of the talk, he, he told a story of a, a baby that was born with severe dwarfism. And dwarfism is on a spectrum when it's not so severe. People live healthy and happy lives. But with severe dwarfism, there's usually many medical problems, some of which are terminal, some of which have um, huge 
um, costs to the medical procedures that they require. The risks are always great. So this baby was born with very, very severe um, dwarfism, and his mother was advised to just release him into an institution where he could live a very brief life and be cared for until the end of his days. Instead, she decided to bring him home and she provided all of the medical care that was needed. The little boy's name was Clinton. And Clinton survived many, many surgeries, many procedures, and he ultimately completed high school and went on to college. And when she was interviewed, she was asked, how did you do it? I mean, this was unimaginable what you've accomplished. And she said, I loved him. That's all. I loved him. That's all. Clinton just always had that light in him. His father and I were just lucky enough to see it there. And isn't that a big piece of what love is when we can look at a person, our child, our family member, our friends, our, the stranger in the street, when we can look at a person and see the light in them. In the context of our talking about Advent, when we can see the Christ light within them, the light of that divine spark that is in each of us. Isn't that the biggest piece of loving? I mean, think about it. Would you rather have someone give you something, an object, or look at you and see the light in you, appreciate you for who you are, and have their face light up simply by looking at you? That makes us feel so good when someone sees that light in us. And it's a bigger gift than anything you can wrap up with paper and a bow. Albert Einstein said, our task is to widen our circle of compassion, to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. So it seems like no matter which discipline we come from, whether it's science, whether it's Christian teachings, whether it's Hindu teachings, whether it's the experiences of a woman like Mother Teresa, the message is the same, that loving is the, at the very heart of what we must do and what we must be. So this Advent season, this week of focusing on love is a week of focusing on one of the most powerful ways of being in our universe. The Buddha wrote, so with a boundless heart of loving kindness, hold yourself and all beings as your beloved children. Same message, different words, different culture, but the same message, what is ours to do is to be an open heart that extends love, loving kindness, compassion, 
So all we really need is love. Charles Schultz, the creator of Peanuts, the comic strip said, all you need is love, but a little chocolate now and again doesn't hurt. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.